Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take this pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> I think my mic, my mock, my mock is height. My mic is hot. I feel like you said that before. Hey, this is a cartoon casual uh, podcast. We are recording, uh, and Paul's mock is height. Mock is height. Only mock. after one. He's a mock height. After one beer, we went to the um, the last, the last uh, Friday after, fish bash. I like how you called it one beer. You had one beer. You had two beers. Oh, I did. I had. Enough. And then this drink that you made. I had a long day. I worked at the brewery all day. And yeah. then I went to that uh, last uh, seafood extravaganza. Which I never even knew they had. You told me about it. And you said there's going to be this the Fish Friday thing. And I went, that no, sounds good. Oh, we'll do that. And then we'll come back and record. And I had no idea it was a thing. It was a thing down there. Yeah, no, I, I, had, I had no idea. It's because we have a bunch of Catholics in town because the fish is on Friday. Is that what's oh going on? Oh, my God. I, you know what's funny is that I, I've heard conflicting stories as to where Fish Fry, like Fridays, came from. I mean originally. Originally. Okay. What I, what, ooh, there's some little bit of... A little hot, 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 little hot, a little bit of a hot mic. Uh, I've heard that one and you know one story is that the fish fry on Fridays comes from, the like you said, the Catholics. Sure. Uh, no meat on Fridays. You know what? And one of my favorite jokes is, uh, what's the only meat a, a priest can eat on Friday? Uh-huh. None. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, that's a fucking awful joke, but it's one of my favorites. Bad. Anyway, uh, and then the other theory is that uh, that was the end of the week, and you could use beer batter. If you use a beer batter with old fry oil, it doesn't um, taste weird. Okay. So you get that. So on Friday, you can do that, and so you just fry the fuck out of some fishy shit, and then you ruin your oil, and then you replace it on Saturday morning. I heard, I've heard both of those. From both Catholics and people who run restaurants, and I have no idea. But somewhere why. in the Bible, there's a reference of no meat somewhere. What no meat on Friday? Yeah, where some some expert needs to chime in. We have uh, a lot of Bible experts that listen to our show. I got a feeling. Fun, oh, oh, tons and tons of Bible experts. I'm okay with that, though. I, no, I, that's fine. If they want to, if they want to do that, and I, call I just know us that and, somewhere, probably in the Old Testament, I'm going to guess. I, well, I know that in like Levitical law, there's some, there's all sorts of stuff when it comes to dietary laws. But when it comes to the New Testament, I don't know if there is anything in there when it comes to the Christians as opposed to like the Jews. I know that the, I don't know anything to do with fish. You know what it probably was? Hon- like honestly, really, do you know what it probably really was? What's that? Without really knowing it, it probably was somebody's uh, family worked in the uh, the, with the church high up, and then this guy was a fishmonger or whatever. And he's like, you know what? I got a bunch of fucking fish. I got to get rid of. Can you just make a freaking rule that everybody gets to eat fish on Friday? Because I need to get, get my my boat's getting full. Are you talking about like conspiracy and collusion in the I, er, early I, church? I would say collu- Yeah, not conspiracy. Just like a little help. Need a little help here from Uncle. What's his face? In the church, and we got to get rid of my fish. That's. But that, and then they said, "Okay, we'll do this, but we'll find a reference somewhere in the Bible because everything's in the Bible somewhere, and we'll figure this out. We'll go back and we'll figure out where." They got one quick verse that says, "Couple letters, uh, thou shalt eat 
uh, fish on Friday, and you had to buy it from Gordon. I wonder if Gordon was he was his name Gordon. You I think? don't think so. That wasn't like any Gordons back then. Or Kemp. <laughs> Get it? I, yeah, they're not. They're, they weren't back then. I saying. crack myself up. You Everything guys. has to do with money, though, right? It's money and power. Power and money. That's it. That's it. So wow. I'm going to get, and the Catholic Church is about power. Yikes. Sorry. Okay, it's not about power. It's not? It's all about Jesus. Oh, no. Okay. Never mind. Dude, I got in trouble for calling somebody a statue worshiper. Uh-oh. I called Don Lynch one, though, one time. That was, he, he thought that was funny. He's like, you man, I haven't you heard that. You said on the podcast? Do you say it on the, on the episode? No, no, no. Like, oh. in person, I called somebody a statue okay. worshiper, okay. and, and, and I, I was chided for it, and w- with good right, because I was, I was definitely being a condescending prick. Mm-hmm. But that's all I know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I called uh, Mr. Lynch, who's, you know, hardcore Catholic, but mm-hmm. is, like, like, a good hardcore Catholic. He's rolls with the punches. Is he happy with the new pope? We I, talked about this. Uh, he is indifferent to the new pope because mm-hmm. he's lived through, this is his third pope, third, or fourth pope. He's the fourth pope he's been around, and he's like, this guy, I don't know, man, he's a little, little, little bit that, liberal. That, and yeah. I was like, eh, so was Jesus. Exactly, then, he kind of was. And he got a little, he kind of got on my case. I was like, ah. Whatever you fucking statue worshiper, and he paused for a second, set his beard down, and he goes, "Man, I, I haven't heard somebody call me a statue worshiper <laughs> since probably the '70s. Where did you hear that?" And I grew up around a bunch of Catholics, man. Like that was some shit that we used to throw around. Uh, and he's like, "Oh, that's uh, interesting." And then he gave me two dollar tip instead of one dollar tip, uh-huh. which is he's an accountant, so I mean, he might as well. I told, him, I said, "Are you sure you're you're the first? <laughs> are you how Jewish are you?" And he's like. Why would I be Jewish? And I was like, I don't know. And fucking exchanging uh-huh. gold and money whatnot. changer, like money changer. I think I called him a money changer. I think I called him a money <laughs> Wait, changer. Is he Catholic or Jewish? No, he's Catholic, but he's an accountant, so he's kind of Jewish. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Jesus or not Jesus? <laughs> no, not Jesus. Statues, statues, man. It's all about statues. So, have you ever had a um, uh, Japanese lunchbox? Yes, I did. Yeah, but I, I never had all over I've my chest. I've never had a Japanese lunchbox. Wow. And let's uh, give a real quick shout out to uh, English teachers everywhere. You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Here's what's scary, though, about this silly little show that we're doing. We just hope we totally spoke about this. Every single week, I run into people that I don't know that say, hey, you're the guys I have or you have. You're half of the podcast. I'm going, yeah. And then I'm trying to size up this person. I'm going, oh, my God. The things that I know we've said. The things I don't know we- who this person is in the community and what they do. And I'm going... <laughs> Okay, the but they, we, they say they enjoy. I'm going. I guess we're doing okay. I was going to keep doing the same shit. I shit you not. Last like maybe let's see, was it uh, Wednesday? No, it was uh, Thursday. Yesterday. So I'm 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 you know at the brewery and I uh, I was actually called a pillar of the community. <laughs> I, wow! I almost shit the bed right there. Like I, wasn't because of your physical stature. Fuck you. Well, you I did, look, I'm not a small person either. So I'm oh, just saying. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, God damn it. I wouldn't call me svelte. You're, you're built like Nadia Comaneci. You, you, Compared to what? You lean motherfucker. Okay, forget it. No, okay, so you. No. So someone called you a pillar. She, no, this, she's like, you know, you have a podcast and you work at a downtown business and you do, eh, you're like a real pillar of the community. And I was like, <laughs> okay. You're going, I feel sorry for this community. I was a, just thinking like this. Uh, if I'm the pillar of this community, this community does not weigh very much. I, I just I that blew my mind and I'm like there's no there's 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 no way so then I asked him about it and he's like that's no that's not a that's not a thing but yeah I thought so I thought it I thought it kind of weird like just because we have this and and then of course I did the same thing you were just talking about where I looked at this person and go 
you 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 listen to this podcast. I mean, we say fuck and shit and asshole all the time, and you don't. You're okay with that. I, I, this is things that I, I was thinking in my mind, and I just was shaking her hand. Thank you. Right. Maybe I'll run for mayor someday. Ooh, <laughs> can we? Can can you run for mayor, and then I'll run as vice mayor, as like on your same ticket? Like, does it work Joe, like that? I don't. I don't know if you have a they have a ticket per se. I think that would be great. I think we should run for mayor and vice mayor, and then they'll be like, no, that, that's not how vice mayor vice mayor is appointed. And I said, yeah, uh, he's going to appoint me, but I'm running right now. Yeah, I don't uh, know how the vice. Support. Speaking of that, I don't know how the vice mayor. I don't recall. I know Jen Miles right now is our current vice mayor. No, they, they get nominated. Like when the by the whole when the, when the council mayor, when the mayor changes up, they change who the, the vice mayor is. Yeah, but who does who is they? They the they, council. The, the, no, no, the mayor. The mayor. So does. the mayor the can mayor do it. appoints the person. Okay, so we could run as a ticket. Yes, but you have to be. It has to be somebody on city council. So I have to run on. He'll just be. He'll be, uh, be city council. And, I'm not and, running for city council. I, mean, I don't want. And that. I'm not running for mayor. So why the fuck are we even talking about? What this? if I if I ran for mayor? Would you run for city council? No. If I made you vice mayor. No, Why I don't. Not? Want, I'm not in a power. Why not? I'm in a truth, Joe. Oh, <laughs> fucking all right. justice in the American way, and I don't know which way we're going to talk dude, about. But. Don't fucking jerk me off with sandpaper. This is bullshit. Okay, <laughs> I'm into truth. You, you want to get into politics? No, I'm not. I don't want to. No, I I shan't be. I don't know. You know, here's the thing. Uh, see, that's what I thought. No, no, everybody needs to be prepared for this. I'm not saying I would never run. Okay. Because if I feel at some point, if I really feel like there's a big void, vacant thing out there going on, in fact, what I should do is I, I should apply anyway or do the do the paperwork, and yes. then just pull out, uh, you know, early on if I think there's a field that's good enough. You know, but I, I wouldn't and, make and it anyway. Who the fuck is going to vote for me? A lot of people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you serious? No, like, I, I, there's a lot of people that won't right now, vote I, for me. There, no, there's a there's a lot more people that would vote for you. You I, think I could actually win? Yes. But seriously? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I guarantee you. Right now, we are scaring a lot of people by even talking about this. I, I, uh, I would be the angriest guy up there. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, what if I got elected? Oh, God. So here's my dream city council. You would be mayor. <laughs> Like, that's a fucking nightmare. You have no idea. I'm not done yet. Oh, you would be mayor, mayor Gaines. No, me, Tim, mm, Jamie, who's not ever gonna run again. I know. Travis, Travis. Actually, no. I, mean, more I want Travis to be mayor. Like okay, I kind of, I want you to be a city council. Be like Travis. Uh, you on city council, me on city council, Jamie. Tim on city council, Jamie. We need David up there still. He's, uh, he's absolutely a, no David. Wait, and yeah. then like I don't know who would be the wild card. Um, Porsche. How old do we, you have to be? What's the what's I, the age requirement? I thought we were never council? going. I thought we were never going to talk about politics. And are we really talking this about isn't politics? actual politics. This That's is just true. Like, this we're is, not t- doing positions. This is or, like fantasy football for people who don't like football. Okay, okay. that's all this is. Oh God. Okay. Uh, shout out to Scott Kern and his podcast, uh, Liquid Carnage. Because yeah, uh, I told Scott one time, he's like, "Hey man, you ever get into fantasy football?" And I'm like, "I'm not even that much into regular football." And he's like, "Cool. Why don't you get into fantasy football?" And then I spouted off something I heard a long time ago, and Uh-oh. I said, "Fantasy football." I think I know where this is going. Fantasy football. Wait, wait, is this from uh, what's his name? Um, the comedian. I uh, have no idea. Irish from Boston, the angry guy that used to. I'm an asshole. No, no it wasn't Dennis Leary. Dennis it was the Leary. other. It was the yeah. other. The other angry guy from Boston, Bill Burr. 
That's a bunch of angry Irish guys from Boston. Yeah, right. They're all angry Irish. Oh, you, have, you don't have to say angry Irish guy from Boston. You used to say white guy from Boston. They should be Scottish because the Scottish are a little more angry than the Irish in general. They're yeah, not in more, Boston. No, they're not in Boston. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, he said, uh, uh, I lost it. Uh, uh, about, about fantasy football. Fantasy football is Dungeons and Dragons for people who used to beat up people to play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Okay. When I told Scott that, he was just kind of dumbfounded, and then he realized, God, you're fucking right. God damn it. Because he used to beat up people that used to play Dungeons and Dragons. No, actually, that's that's one of those, that's a misconception um, about Scott, is that I don't think he ever beat anyone up. I don't think he's that kind of guy. Scott is somebody who doesn't beat anyone up. He beats himself up, usually for shit he says when he's drunk. Right. I'm with you, Scott. I do the same shit. I've only got, hung out with him a couple times. The last time was probably at uh, Julia Carey's uh, Flam- Flamingo party. Yeah, the, Flam- oh, the Flamingo party. God damn it. That, that was, was funny. fun. I love that name. That was fun. That was when I, f- I fell down. Oh, that's right. I only dropped down. down. I'm, I'm still healing a little bit. Still healing. Yeah. Um, do have to let you know, I got up this morning. Whoa. And uh, Is the noise coming from down there? Wait, you move, move the thing. Just do it. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to put some lubrication down there. Stand by. <laughs> If you've that before, I'm going to put some lubrication down there. I'm going to spit there. on it. Hang on. <laughs> I think it's actually coming. It could we're, be from there. We're having or, technical difficulties invented by Paul and I and lubrication. So okay, well, the, Paul's going to need to spit on it. The next table that we have is not going to have that issue. Hey, I think different. speaking of uh, lubrication, I think we should watch uh, Brokeback Mountain out here Okay. in the studio. What do you think? I, th- I saw the whole thing. I did too. Uh, you know, it was it's like a, it's a good movie. I, now I'm not really, all, you know, it's, I'm not excited about it. Well, I mean, I didn't get turned on when there when there was like there was man sex going on. However, right, Anne Hathaway gets naked a couple times in that movie, and I th- I feel like that 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 really kind of alone made up for anybody anybody who was going to that movie that was a little had you know a little trepidatious, a little like kind of God damn it, I Paul. They turned it off. It's been like ten episodes since that shit's happened, and you just got a notification. <sighs> Anyway, um, no, uh, the way I was told was like, this is just a love story, but it's with two dudes. And I watched it and I was like, the cinematography is great. The dialogue's great. And then all of a sudden, bam, Anne Hathaway's boobs. I was like, yes, this movie got much better. And then about two scenes later was just like somebody spitting on their hand and then having sex with Heath Ledger. If I recall, Anne Hathaway has really nice lips. She has uh, she has great lips, but she also has great eyebrows. Oh, I which know. Is I, I, I that was obvious. That was easy for me. She had fantastic eyebrows. So I haven't thought about. Eyebrows she's the full while. package. Yeah, she's a tremendous actress. She's a great singer. Brunette. Uh, she, Sorry, I care about that. I know. I know you do, but uh, like yeah. that's that's just a, a die job away. Um, I'm not talking about actual tangible things like Natalie Portman. We've talked about her before. Like she's right. she's the whole package because she speaks like six languages. Oh, that's. Amazing. She even speaks. She speaks uh, Hebrew, ancient Hebrew, like French, Spanish, English, obviously. And then I think there's actually it there might be seven. How about Gaelic? There's one. She doesn't. I don't think she speaks Gaelic, but you never know. I, I haven't <laughs> updated my Natalie Portman stats, so I don't know. Maybe she's studying she it right now. She is. She's like, this thank moment. you, thank you, Paul. She's in like a, a northern England, Scotland, somewhere. You know, BBC actually had broadcasts in Gaelic in certain parts of Scotland. And, we're and, fucking and, flipping around. We're driving around, listening. We're going, what the fuck? There's a there's a few radio stations in uh, Ireland that do as well. Wow. In traditional Irish Gaelic, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's you listen to it and it's like, that's crazy, crazy. Kind of makes you want to strap on a kilt. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. What uh, wasn't there something you wanted to talk about? No, I was gonna, have you ever had a um, uh, bring it up because it did happen to me today. I kind of wanted to blend into it more easily. But if you 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 have you dream you dream knowingly dream correct? No, not really. Seriously? I'm just kidding. No. Okay, because I, my mean, stepmother I, claims she does not remember any dream she ever has. I know that there. I've I've, I've heard of people that don't have any recall uh, of their dreams. Yeah. Wow. So so have you ever had? And I assume you have. Could be, or most people have. Have you ever had? I mean, you've had tragedy happen in your life. We all we all have for the most part. It's been hunky dory ever since, man. Awesome. Thirty six years of happiness. Yeah. Have you ever had a <laughs> uh, a dream? Mostly for me, they're negative when this happens, but positive also. And I'll go into one of my big ones for that. A dream where you, where when you wake up, and it takes you a while to recover from it, and and for a while you think it was reality, like this person is dead or not dead, or and and and, and you're with it for a while, or you cry yourself awake in some emotional mess because of this emotional dream that you had, and and for the for about half the fucking day you're just fucked up because of this dream. You can say no. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was there, there. That was very dense, dense in questions that was. and information. So we, we and, can we can peel it open. We um, can peel it apart. Yes, I've had dreams that affected me for sometimes days afterward. Yeah. Uh, because it just really fucked me up. Um, yes, I've had dreams where I didn't I didn't cry myself awake, but I woke up like not able to breathe and panicky and that happens to me probably once or twice a month that's um wow once or twice a mm, month it's pretty fucking bad and it's been like that since i was like 13 14 it's usually a drowning kind of thing which is fucked up because i love the water i'm not afraid of water i've never had I'm a not drowning afraid of i've never had diving. a drowning never had one it it's usually has to do with drowning it, it almost always has to do with i do drowning. have aviation drinking which, which is shocking but I do have those in negative negative way. Like you're but, crashing and then you wake up. Yeah, and weird, weird accidents, but I've but I, I'm avoiding them. It's like no, it's a, the entire flight that I'm flying. It's like every single second I've got to use every single piece of skill that I have to not have the airplane have a problem, like going through wires or around a building or something like that. And it's just I'm barely making it by millimeters every single time, and just you know, it's a, it's a real anxiety. Now I have a recurring dream yeah. where I've murdered somebody and I'm going to go to prison, and I wake up really. And I wake up and, and for the first couple of minutes, I'm really panicky because I think I'm getting ready to go to prison. And yeah. I realize, no, I'm in bed and I'm not, I it's don't so, have handcuffs on. That's happened to me. I bet I've had that dream so a couple here's a, times a year. Here's a weird recurring dream that happened to me every single year around Martin Luther King's birthday. Oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> no, it's not bad. Are you the person murdering me no, in my dreams? No, no, I'm not. We uh, should stop sharing pillows. That's what it is. Not uh, who was it? It was uh, James. Jay, oh, fuck, what was that fucker's James name? James Earl Ray. Earl Ray. James Earl Ray. Yeah. Um, sounds like a northern name to me. James. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that Jim Earl? Jim Earl, <laughs> Jim Ray. Earl Ray. Jim, James Earl Ray. He was. He he killed yeah. that dark fella. Uh huh. Oh, did mm-hmm. he now? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. It's very sad. Well, bless your heart. (laughs) (laughs) The more I, the more I think Uh, about all the times somebody said, "Oh, well, bless your heart," or "Bless his heart." They're not really. They're they're not being nice. They're being condescending, being assholes. It's funny. I've lived around that for decades. So, I thought I turned it off. You put it on vibrate there, Paul, or turn it off, or okay, it's now off. Sorry, put it in your anus. Anyway. Around Martin Luther King, this is this is actually an okay dream, but friends of mine are going to go, "Are you kidding me? That's the weirdest fucking thing ever." So Martin Luther King is dead. I mean, he still is dead. He is. He's Martin Luther King. In he's other still, news, Martin Luther King is still, still dead. So, so is Francisco Franco. So he's dead, 
in my dream, and I'm in my, um, I think my 72, <laughs> my... <laughs> Are you okay? No, no. God damn it, Paul. My you... 72 um, uh, uh, Monte Carlo. Okay. All right, that one's on. <laughs> Paul needs Hold to take on. care of his iPad. Stand by, because that one's tied into my phone. Paul has too many eye devices. Okay. Wow, he straight up put it in airplane mode. That's even better than me. Right. All right, I'm going to put my airplane mode now. All right. Okay, so so I live in I lived in Marietta. You know where the Black Crows are from. Mhm. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. and Martin Luther King has been killed and uh I'm in my 72 Monte Carlo and I'm in a suit cuz I'm going to go to the uh to the uh the uh, the uh, funeral of uh, the um not the performance, because it's not really performance. The service, the funeral, the performance. funeral performance. Oh my but we have tonight. Uh, tonight, <laughs> tonight we have the Commodores <laughs> opening up for the Four Tops and closing out the night. The Four Seasons oh with my. special guest James Earl Ray's ghost. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! The funeral performance. Are you fucking okay? No, I'm still not okay. Okay, all right. So you're you, so I'm in a suit in my 72 Marta Carlo. You're gonna go pay your respects to Dr. King. And guess who I need to pick up to bring to the funeral services? James Earl Ray, Coretta Scott King. Oh, oh. Why are you picking what in your 72 Monte Carlo? <laughs> yes, because she had, doesn't have a ride to go see her husband. At the services. Are you shit? This is a recurring thing? Yes. Not just no, no, I haven't had it in about 10 years, but about every year around, because it was all this news story about Martin Luther King's birthday was coming up. I mean, it was in Atlanta area because he was kind of bigger. Of bigger course, yeah, yeah. He was slightly... So all this news yeah. is around. So I had this, and I'm telling you, about every year for five, five, six years, I was I was picking her up in my 17 Monte Carlo going to the... And it was rather emotional. She was crying. Now she's making me cry. Now we're driving... It's like the fucking Blackbridge crying event that we had there a handful of weeks ago. <laughs> Shout out to Julia. Uh-huh. So, um, and and, uh, and 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 we're attending. You know, I open the door for her. I'm polite because I'm a polite that way, and we park. <laughs> and I've, and me, you didn't pull up out front and go, "Excuse me, do you know who I have in my '72 Monte Carlo?" I didn't make out it's, with her. It's weird that you had a '72 Monte Carlo in 1968. That's what I'm wondering. I know. So the, the anach- time the, thing, the anachronistic thing, is it a time machine? I don't. I don't know. Is it all steel body? Was it polished steel? Did it have like big things on no, the back? Like, I don't like remember the actual gold wing. I think doors. it looked exactly the same as it did. Gold, if I recall, wing doors. It was probably a little bit of prime work. I was doing some body work to it. I imagine. So you went to a funeral in 1968 and in a 72 Monte Carlo with Curtis Scott King. You weren't born until 1963, so you were. How old did that make you? When during you were the driving? dream, I would have been five. Yeah, but I was my normal age back then. It was like thirty, whatever something. When this dream was going on, what a fucked up dream! And it's the fact a, that you remember all of it, yeah, no, no. I, s- some dreams are are so vivid and so unfat. Anyway, so so that would kind of mess me up. I'd wake up, I'd probably be still emotional from this event because it was a big damn deal. I don't care whether you like Martin Luther King or not. It was a big. God, I actually care because anybody who says they don't like Martin Luther King is kind of an asshole. I know, but I know. So, but but he what was I'm, a philandering dickhead. He like, was. He cheated on he, his he wife. Like to like to throw the like to sling the. Yeah. Sling his fucking king gravy all over. <laughs> well, he was doing that. He was slinging the but, baby but, gravy. But Robert Kennedy was assassinated right around then. It was the fucked up. I remember my father told me because after you know uh, JFK and then uh, 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 Martin Luther King and then Robert Kennedy. I think after um, Robert Kennedy was assassinated, all was right in the row. My father says he remembers because this is I was not really. It was too small. He goes. Yeah. After that one, he goes. He goes. We thought, what in the fuck? 
is going on with this country. I mean, it was a real, it was like, we are not on the right path. We, we are There's done. Something There's something really bad that, going on. structurally yeah. wrong. We're not going to make it. You know, this country is just not going to make it. You know, he was in the Air Force at the time, and they were, Vietnam War was going on. It was just a fucking mess. It's a fucked up time. I can only imagine. I, I, guess I, I mean, there's nothing. The only thing that the closest thing I have to compare it to, because you know, I was born there, was um, God, nine eleven. Like all the shit that went on around nine eleven. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was twenty when that happened. You know, a lot of people forget about the hysteria. The um, were you know everybody the anthrax scares it's a huge and deal. how they're talking they, you know on CNN and MSNBC and all those those news networks were like you know doing expo not exposés but they were doing like a like showing people how to seal up their windows it, it was with the it duct was, tape and the duct tape and the plastic and all that stuff like because of an anthrax attack I remember the and, day it ha- we all have our story I remember the day it happened I had a television in my bedroom also so I'm watching it up until who knows what wee hours of the morning. I don't remember if I turned the TV off or not. I'm sure I did, but I woke up and I, it's one of those things. You wake up and go, wow, was that, did that really that happen? Really, yeah. yeah. And go, yep, it kind of did happen. I'm going to turn the TV on and see what the fuck's going on now and see if anything else has exploded or bombed or whatever. And it wasn't. It was the same new stuff. Thank God that was just, you know, yeah. nothing had happened else. But it was messed up. But anyway, I was going to say about the dream thing. What happened was I had a dream. I had a very brief nap this afternoon. I told you I had a headache when I woke up. Yeah. Anyway, but it was a friend of mine I know here in, in Kingman. Who was involved in this accident? And I was. I witnessed this accident, and and they didn't die, um, but it was it was such a vivid thing. And I was walking up to them, and they were still moving. And um, but that was that was about when I woke up. I think my alarm went off, or I'd load my phone alarm or something. Right. And it was just it was like for moments I knew that it happened. It was real, you know. So it was kind of like. Um, so wait, did you actually have a friend in an accident? No, it didn't. No, no I'm this saying, is what happened in the, in the, in the dream. In the dream, when I, when I was woke up, okay. I, it was so realistic that I, for for a while, not for 20 minutes, but for a minute or two, I'm laying there going, is this person in the hospital now? Or is this did this really happen? You right. know what I mean? It was like, it was that vivid. And you don't want to be the weirdo that texts your friend going, hey, how are right. you doing? And when they come back and go... Uh, I was in that accident. And I have missing a leg now. Right. Like you don't you don't want right. that to happen, but you also don't want to be the weirdo who goes, oh yeah. So uh, what happened with that whole accident thing? You're like, I I didn't have an accident. I I went. Yeah. So you scroll through your work. your text with all your friends and go, I don't see any tragedy that here. That shit didn't happen. So that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was one of those things. And then I was gonna say, I, I, I had to dominate the conversation here, but but it was um, uh, one of the more positive dreams I had was about Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not. Let's gonna, go down that road. No, I want to hear more about Meg Ryan. We don't get naked. No. I mean, maybe we did, but we, not really in the dream. It wasn't what it was all about. You just like feel her up over her clothes or what? Yeah, in an airport uh, lobby. Real? No. Real? What, here's what happened. Wait, are you really? Yeah, here's what. Happened. Now you're a little closer to your microphone. You've made some adjustments. I, I made an adjustment. Maybe, yeah, it's maybe a little bit loud now. It is a little loud. Let's. Yeah. Uh, Let's turn me down, but not turn me off. Yeah. Okay. I get a little Go better. on. Okay. So I was in um, somewhere in the Northeast. Let's call it Boston, New York, LaGuardia, like, like, like a city? Yeah. Okay. At, at, at airport, at a terminal building, okay. uh, or at a gate, at a gate, excuse at me, a gate. not a terminal. All right. I was at the gate, sitting there, waiting for the airplane. Okay. And um, and I wanted to be, I think I was living there. Yeah, I was living in Manning, South Carolina at the time. I was living there working on the airplane stuff, which is where I'm going in the next couple of weeks, by the way. We talked about that. So um, sitting there in a chair, and no one is across from me. 
So I'm sitting there reading something or looking around, whatever, and then a person gets up and sits right across from me. And uh, at some point I look up, and it's Meg Ryan. Oh, she man. Just, yeah. I'm going, wow. How long ago was this dream? Uh, 19, wait, 93. Okay. About. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, she was in her prime. Just post post doors. I don't think that was her prime. I think Meg Ryan's prime was uh, when uh, she was in uh, You've Got Mail. Honestly, Which was after I, that. I, that was, yeah, like 99, 2009, yeah. I was I was dating Linda at the time. I just know that much. So okay. like, I'm fairly certain that was a date movie. But yeah, like 99, 2000. Now, here's what's weird. I don't like blondes. Meg Ryan's blonde. It's kind of funny because how many blondes have you dated? A lot. Yeah. How many brunettes have you dated? Not as many. Not mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. See there you go. So what's the deal? What are you 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 are shooting for brunettes, but you you settle think, for blondes? <laughs> Don't answer that question because some of those blondes fucking listen to this podcast. <laughs> no no no. I think what happens is this. I think blondes like me more. I think that's what it is. I think that's what you have to have an agreement. It has to be a parody. Someone you have to. It just takes two people, Joe. It's, I, I don't it's even, not rape. Okay. Th- thank you. <laughs> you have are to. You, have, are you sure about that, Paul? I'm positive. So you have to have fucking guy. Someone's got like someone a certain amount, and the other person's got like that one a certain amount, and then it's, if it's enough, you get together. Yeah, but don't you think that hair color is kind of an arbitrary thing? Like, yes, we, we've talked about things like this before. Like, it is. I find redheads really attractive, natural, actual redheads. Yes, not dye jobs and shit like that because it looks it. unnatural. But like an actual redhead, I find that attractive. But that's not like like I've never dated. Well, I dated one, one once. But it's it's just a it's an aesthetic thing. I think all women in shapes and sizes are beautiful, and you can be beautiful on the outside and be Bob, really fucking Bob, ugly. Bob, Fuck Bob, you, Bob, okay. Bob. <laughs> but how if, do you prefer? If I, blondes, if I had like, if I had ten women lined up and half were brunette, or there's a throw a couple redheads in there and half were brunette, and the other half were blonde. Okay. When they're all on the scale of equally in my head attractive. I'm going to attempt to go for the brunettes first. Wow. Okay. Without knowing anything about them, without knowing how smart they are, or what they know. How they- so it's so odd, like that. It's even because it's just completely the opposite of how I think about uh, no, but looking just, for a mate. And I'm no, not even talking about just I'm, pure I'm, physical. I'm, I'm, no, you don't. You, again, you don't know anything about them at all. You just know their physical appearance. And you look at them, and you're looking at them. And That's I'm, it. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that all the brunettes aren't going to be bitches. And I'll go fine. Screw all you. I'm going to go over here and do. You know. It's yeah. Okay. I know it's a weird way to talk about it, but I'm just saying. If it makes sense in your head, it makes sense. But I have dated more blondes. It just and and I had a good time. It was fun traveling. Blondes have more fun or some stupid shit like that. No, no. Can we talk about Meg Meg Ryan? Ryan. So I'm sitting there. She sits there, and I look up, and and I I remember this fucking from 1993. I remember this because Tommy Stoy, my friend who came here and visited Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. ask him if you were to walk in here right now and without anything else, you were to step in the door and you were to go, "Hey, tell me about the dream that Paul had about Meg Ryan." Oh my God, he would tell you the whole detail of the whole (laughs) thing because it ruined my entire next day. Because it was just such a I thought it was so real. So anyway, what happened was, so I'm talking to her, and I'm in New York, and be flying back to probably either Atlanta or South Carolina, because that's where I was going to. And I look up, and then she kind of looks up at me, and we're just looking at each other for a couple of seconds. And she goes, first words were, are you in a hurry? Oh. Oh. That was it. I'm in whatever you're into. And I went, <laughs> I went, I in a hurry you know what what do you she goes, do you you aren't you're taking a flight going to looks like atlanta are you in a hurry to get there and i went not necessarily you know okay and so the point was she was like then let's leave and get a car and let's let's drive what yeah 
So we rented a car and drove to Meg Ryan and I drove to from New York to Northeast, Northeastern Seaboard, whatever the fuck it was, back down to Atlanta, whatever, hung out for several days. And, you know, I don't remember any, you know, you know, I don't remember that. Any of the old in out. I don't remember that. I'm, I'm sure in the dream it happened about then, but it was so vivid. It was such Did a, she give you roadhead in the dream? I don't remember anything <laughs> sexual, actually. I do remember a lot of really good conversations, though. I really No, do. that's great. Yeah. No. I, it, and so I remember, I think my friend, so I woke up out of this dream, whatever. Now I'm working in my facility at the airport, and Tommy comes by because every morning he would come by at a certain time. Hey, what's up? You know, whatever. And I just kind of was, uh, what's wrong with you, man? And it was like, it was such a, again, one of these strong dreams. And when I woke up, it took me forever. Honestly, I remember laying in bed going, is Meg back in Atlanta now? Did I drop her off there? Does it, did she drop me off? If it, I turn over and look, is Meg yeah, be right there? Yeah, it was there? that strong. Now, does that, wow. some of the question really is, are, are dreams, do, do people have, I want to know, I really want to know this. Is this not normal or something to have that strong of dreams where it affects you that strongly where you really think it might be real for a while when you I wake up? I think it all depends on how, like your current mental state. I don't know shit about dreams and yeah. neither does anybody else. If they tell you they do, they're selling you something. But people do assume and, that they're necessary the, for processing your head. The, the, the last like really plausible theory I heard Bong. The last theory. Got a plausible. mechanical issue with that. I am having a mechanical issue. Yeah. The last plausible theory that I heard regarding um, dreams was that it's a way of going from short-term memory to long-term memory, and you're storing your short-term memory while you're, you know, conscious, and taking that and putting it into from, you know, different because short-term memory and long-term memory are different parts of your brain, and basically the upload from short-term to long-term happens when you go to sleep and you dream. And obviously that memory is still there. It's in my long-term memory. It's fucking it is. there. It's it is. part of the fucking... But here's what happens. Your thoughts throughout the day and the thing, the new information that you pick up and the new events that happen to you, If you and, and I'm not by any means, I'm not, you know, I'm not a doctor. I am, I'm an amateur gynecologist. Yeah. And that's where, heard Por- that. that's where Portia rolls her eyes and she's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I hate this guy. Anyway... Uh, I want to be Elon Musk's daughter. She does. She, she, <laughs> she said that. That was actually really funny because that was a good exchange. She said, uh, I wish Elon Musk was my dad. And I said, I would sell you just for the chance to meet Elon Musk. And she's like, that's messed up. I'm like, so is disowning your own father. <laughs> that's right. Not as messed up as what I, you said. I see your fucked up statement and I raise. And I raise you and even worse. I raise you <laughs> child slavery and hang out with Elon Musk because it's worth it. <coughs> uh, anyway, but that that's the last like theory, like plausible theory that I read about dreams is that it what happens is you're all the things that you learn, all the new information, all the new data from that day or the last time you slept gets processed from short term to long term. And that's why shit's all jumbled up. And it might be something that you thought about or saw during the day or something like that. And the situation doesn't make any sense. But then there's the whole subconscious thing. Like if you've got something just kind of boiling on that back burner or simmering on the back burner of like, uh, you know, and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do about this business, or I think my marriage is ending, or should I pop the question to this chick, or oh my god, I'm going to be a father. Uh, all these things that you're that you freak out about that is constantly simmering. They're the big day. things that are simmering, or like with you, like eh, Meg Ryan looks really good, and I don't have a wife right now, and I'm kind of getting to that age where I'm kind of worried about maybe having a wife and kids or whatnot. And then you see Meg Ryan, and you go, she's wife material, and then your brain gets it all fucked up, jumbles it up, and then you guys go on a road trip. Meg Ryan has a lot of gum, though. 
between her teeth. Does she? Yeah, you look at her in her upper line. She where got the teeth, horse teeth. No, she had a lot of gum up here. A lot of gum, gums. I I got it. Like horse teeth. Is that what they horse, call that? No heart. Yeah, you know, like uh, Miley Cyrus is the same way. She has really short teeth and long gums, tall gums. Hmm, I need to look at her too. Don't look at Miley Cyrus. She's trash. Okay, I won't. She's awful. Okay, so so that's anyway. where. But here's what's interesting: is that the last number of years, um, it's all my dreams have been more with people or personal things, usually negative, kind of emotionally negative stuff. Like my father passing away, I had a lot of extremely intense emotional. Oh yeah, that time. yeah. God, for a couple of years, they just wouldn't go away. That's when the conversation came up with my stepmother, who was married to my father, and you know, and, and asking her because I say, "Oh my God, I had this dream." I'd tell her about the. I say, "Do you have any?" And she would say, "No, I'd really." I, I would never believe her, but I do believe her now. She goes, I, I don't remember. Well, here's the thing, though. You have to look at any it. Any of these dreams. Look at it from the point of view of the fact that she wasn't around your father as long as you were. Yeah, but she doesn't have any dreams that she recalls, really. Yeah. Any, anything. Which is very strange to me. That's like I don't think she's lying to me. form of psychosis, I think. I, I think it, I might, it might be. Your stepmom's crazy. I think she might be. I mean, I love her dearly. You know. I do. Alice, Alice, Dallas, Alice. Yeah, that song. So, so. Oh, but I was going to before that, before all this, what I'll call the the tragic chapters <laughs> of my life. I had more of the dreams of floating through space and zipping by, like by myself, no spaceship at all, zipping by planets and and kind of examining what they look like and whizzing off into you know things like that and more a lot of that kind of shit. I had a lot of those fantastic sort of science fiction-y dreams with no one in them that I really knew and that kind of stuff. I was more by that's, myself. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that was like for... for I, I had dreams like that. I don't know. So I, I'm just wondering if I'm just this weird... You know, and then people ask about, hey, you ever tried mushrooms? I'm like, I'm not sure I need to because I've got all these weird dreams I can go back to and look at. And Even though we've talked about that. I don't know, man. Maybe you should try mushrooms. Who knows what's going to happen? The, yeah. Could be a black hole could be created. So I'm maybe, just wondering. So maybe if you did mushrooms, instead of like tripping out real hard, you'll just uh, go into a weird state where you have a normal dream. Yeah. As opposed to these crazy fucked up It'll dreams totally you have sober. It all out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if you have, or people out there, or if you had, uh, what, how, how dreams, like, do you remember normally every day when you wake up? Do you remember, oh, that was a dream about that? I recall dreams. Uh, and, and I recall, like, a, more yeah, often that, than not? That, that, uh, no, no. Okay. I would say it was more not than often. Okay. Um, but there, I do have those dreams. Like, like, there's been times where, several times where I've, I've had dreams, and I remained pissed at that person for a couple of days until I realized that it wasn't real. Oh, that wasn't fucking real. Like, we didn't go and do that, and then he did. He was a dick. Like, I that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I have had when I was going through my uh, divorce and just after my divorce, you know, from uh, uh, Porsche's mom, I had dreams where we were still married. And those were the ones where I woke up and I wake up at my dad's house in my old room from high school and realize it wasn't, I wasn't actually married. I had dreams where we actually worked things out or the divorce never happened or we never split up, which is, I mean, that's fucking, that's shit. The, Usually are, my dreams suck. The, Usually my dreams are really great dreams and I wake up and then I wake up to reality and go, well, this is this is why people make sad music. <laughs> I had really, I'm dead serious, but then there's the ones that are really, really good dreams but the and you wake up and you're like god damn it that was a that was awesome i wish i go back to sleep and it's never the same can't go back to sleep to that one but maybe the everybody's dreams are so different maybe the reality of it is is that the human brain is so fucking complex that like you were saying people have these different theories on what they mean and how they do why they're processed the way they are maybe everything is just so complicated inside our freaking 
cranium. Well, it's complicated because not only like physiologically and neurologically, every brain is completely different, but everyone's experience is different. Every human experience is different. Yeah. So you can't, I think that's why uh, human psychology, you know, in the brain in general is just not, is the most least understood and least studied, least understood and most studied uh, arm of medicine because you just don't know because your experience is completely different from anyone else that's ever lived in the history of humankind. So the, which is weird. So we'll call that that's software basically, right? Flesh trains, fleshware, fleshware. Yeah. Fleshware is one of my favorite terms from years and years ago. Which like is the equivalent I, to software kind of, well, when it's I, not, not really programming necessarily, but it's like the Pink Floyd, all you touch and all you see is all your life will ever be. Um, that's what their line from movie time, Joe. Pink Floyd, Th- the band. You. Pink oh, Floyd, uh, the band, group. Wait, okay, which one? Uh, which one was Pink? He was the uh, guy that went crazy early on. <laughs> Sid Barrett. No, he People are Pink. fucking screaming at me. They're yeah. like, "Dude, you're such a dick." No, Joe, turn Joe's microphone. No, off. but but you're right. What I'm saying is that everybody, everybody's life is 100 percent completely different. Which so you have these experiences, these things that you see, and these things that you do, places you go, things you touch, things you smell. It's being processed in your fucking head. Whether right. you, you want it to be or not. Well, it's processed no on the choice. fly, and then you understand that, and then on the fly, and then I feel like that—that that, it, it's what makes sense to me. You go to sleep, and it needs to go into long term, mm-hmm. and goes long term storage, but it has to filter through your brain to do that. So then your brain, you it's know, so fucking weird processes it weird. Yeah, it's fucked up. What I'll tell you it's something I messed around with, and it actually scared me a little by smoking a lot of weed. No, no, oh. no. Yeah. Um, actually, the total opposite of that is I did. I tried to uh, do lucid dreaming. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Where you can control your dreams. You can control your dreams. Now, here, here's what's fucked up. I only actually had two real, like, real deal lucid dreams. I've and done actually, that too. Yeah. I woke up because you know it's a whole process. It's you know um, you have to start off. You you know you go to sleep and you wake up and if you remember your dream you immediately write it down and then you kind of read through your notes a few times. Try to go back to sleep if you can't that's fine. Then the next time kind of you pick go up to where bed, you left off in theory. It, well, and you're supposed to read your notes before, right before you go to bed the next mm-hmm. time you go to sleep the next time. Read your notes from the night before and then eventually you'll be you'll you'll get your brain in tune to going okay. Well, it's time to dream and you'll be in a dream state longer. Here's the shitty thing about lucid dreaming. I did it twice and it, and when I woke up it felt like I had never slept. Oh shit! I had actually slept, and I laid you're there, exhausted. and I dreamed. You're exhausted because you're not actually because you're you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to dream that long. Supposed to be passive, also. Like you're not supposed to. be. It's supposed to be passive, and you're not passive. And I, I mean, I did shit in my dreams. It was just like, it was like my own personal movie that I wrote, directed, and starred in. And we're being a critic of the entire time. And then probably. I realized it kind of it, it, honestly, like it fucked me up a little bit. It's kind of like any of those psychological thrillers, like. Uh, Lawnmower Man, did you ever see that? I don't think You're, I did. Oh shit, really? Or Altered States? Yes. Well, yeah. Lawnmower Man is a, it's a Stephen King short story huh. with, with virtual yeah. reality and all. This. And, and then the guy gets scared of what he created, and he's like, "Well, okay, we're done. We can't do this anymore." Yeah. Same with Altered States, things like that, like that. And it spooked me. I did one. I did, you know had one lucid dream. I'm like Jesus Christ, that was awesome. I went to the beach. I was surfing. I had the surf shot. I lived next da, 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 like on a boat, beautiful women, like all this money. It was out of and control. You said it was know. completely out of control. And then the next time I did it was probably four or five days later. And I, you kind of get to a point where you can write some notes down, read it. Um, and then you'll go into that dream state and you can kind of control it in there and you have complete and total recall of it. 
Jesus. Speaking, and then, speaking of having to shut things down, isn't it true that this week they were talking about, I'm going to fuck it up, is either like Facebook or Google was working on AI stuff? I heard that was fake news. Oh, I, it is? I, I, yeah, God heard, damn it. I, that, that Facebook, here's the thing, though. Some AI was starting to think for its own kind of thing. It, and they had to sh- unplug it, and I'm like, no. Unplug that, it. That, probably like a 110. Like, like a, just, oh, here it is. Sorry, that, I got it. No, they tried to pull the plug on Skynet, and then Terminator <laughs> 2 happened. Yeah. Uh, I I had read an article about that. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. And then a couple of tech blogs that I read were like, that's absolute garbage. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking water, folks. But, I but swear this to God. Is kind of, I mentioned this person that we're gonna start movie night again, and I want to see Ex Machina. It's such a good movie here because that's kind of the that's what he did, right? He uh-huh. he, he said every phone, he said every you know smartphone has a camera and uh, and a recorder. And so he was gathering all this, so much which, data. which they are kind of doing now, and they really kind of are. Facebook got in trouble for doing that a while back, yeah. and they said, okay, we're going to stop. Yeah, Garen, I'm sure they, they have. They figured out a way to hide it better. Yeah. So they're just gathering all this massive amounts of data, and that's how X, that's how the AI got developed for um, for X Machina. Every time you can just say X Machina. Like you can just, you, I, yeah, you can, you can just do get that. You can just leave Forget out. the Yiddish, the, the Gaelic, the Gaelic. <laughs> Your guttural stop. Well, how long have we been going? We stopped now. We We're almost 45 minutes, man. You want to take a break? Kind of do. I kind of got to process my brain, my brain, I'm my dream. Pro- I'm going I'm to prostate your brain. What do you think? Are you really? That'd be like I'm a big, touch my prostate to my brain's about three feet. So Yeah, it's like prostate well, my brain. It's like from my elbow to the tip of my middle yeah. finger. That's awful. That's, I said, let's, right. uh, let's take a break. I'm good for that. Are we doing shout outs to anybody else? Can you think of? Um, shout out to the teens. And English teachers, again. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate the help. Hey, share with your friends. Tell your oh. friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your friends. Come on, download it. Friends, Don't neighbors. just enjoy yourself. Your mother taught you to share. Yeah, please share. Didn't they, do they still teach people to share these days? I don't think they teach anyone to share. That's the problem. That is a problem. So they should share the podcast. Yeah. Tell your people. Share podcasts, share needles, but only vaccines, especially yeah. vaccines. If it's a needle exchange program, then you, don't, you, don't, you can get that, those. You don't have to worry about that with a podcast. You don't exchange program. For podcasts, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about any of that. You just strap in some headphones and let us ear fuck you. And then then tell your (laughs) friends. Jesus. Tell your friends, if y'all are in a good mood for some ear fucking, let us know. Going on on a road trip. People, that's what people say. They're flying in the air a lot listening to our podcast, catching up on the episodes. Flying on their business and, trips. And they're requesting that they crash. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, sure. Can I, can I ju- they, they rip off their like earbuds and just start running up and down the aisle of the airplane. Please stop. Please, please. Land, can we land? Make them stop. <laughs> it's so much. It's just diarrhea in my ears. That's how bad it is. <laughs> all right. We, we are going to actually stop actually for a break. Take a break. And, um, um, Thank, right. you. Um, Thank you. Thank you.
are. We are now, now. Back. now back. And my hands felt like two balloons. Like they were seriously. Like Sorry I, about that, Joe. I'm having some sort of an allergic reaction to Jasmine. Not Jasmine. What's her name, Jasmine? You you literally said Jasmine. What's her name? And Jasmine's name is Jasmine. No, not Jasmine. No, no, no. Not I, don't, Jasmine. I, don't, I don't know her last name off the top of my head. Uh, right now. I think it's Marin. With a Mar- with a M, yeah. Marin. I, she and I had a conversation about that because I, 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 I introduced her to somebody. Like she was yeah, at the brewery or something. Something I introduced her. I was like, yeah, this is Jasmine Marin because that's how you pronounce that last name. Or so I thought. And she goes, it's actually Marin. And I was like, oh, that's right. You're not Mexican. <laughs> not you're Canadian by way of Ohio, not Mexican, because that's Cheech. Oh, Cheech Marin. Yeah, it's Cheech Marin, but it's yeah, Mar- or, Marin or Marin County. <laughs> oh, sorry, a uh, wine country uh, up up north. Wine is, it, is it necessary that I go to the to the toilet to snort coke in here, even though no one else it's is here? It's your hangar, man. You I snort, snort coke okay. wherever you want. Okay, just yeah. That's Shout out to Charlie. Char- <laughs> it's funny because you know the conservation of Paul's Paul Sutherland. Yeah. Uh, he he used to call cocaine Charlie. Oh, which I thought was appropriate. Now, yeah. Anyway, um, I decided I needed a beer to settle the gut a little bit. Have you ever? We, um, we overate tonight. We just, we just. Yeah, gluttonous. I'm still not comfortable. And, and I, that seafood buffet could have been better. Like, eh, it was of, okay. There was a lot of deep fried seafood, which I'm not a huge fan of. Like, it's still good. You, but it, you I know just, what I would have been happy with? Just getting. Legs. Well, yeah, but they weren't there. Fucking destroyed. I should have just had a huge plate, much bigger plate of the peel and eat shrimp. I just would have sat there and eat 50 more of those and nothing else. I, I can remember sitting uh, in Laughlin, I think it was at the Riverside, with and just, and just eating peel and eat shrimp with my Uncle Paul. Yeah. And it got to the point where my grandfather was embarrassed. My grandfather got up at the casings is, that were there. The, just the pile, the piles of food, and he's yeah. this is disgusting. Yeah. You people are just disgusting. And he got up and sat at another table. <laughs> um, there was another time where we it was my 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 father, his uh, baby brother uh, Paul, not you, mm-hmm. and uh, myself, my grandpa. You know, we're, we're all go to we get down to the Colorado Bell, which used to be the best seafood buffet, right? So the bell is, is this like a real boat? second floor. Is this a real boat? What's up, Eli? <laughs> He's gonna be does he listen to the podcast? He does. Was he the one that bought the shirt that yeah. we finally got? That was Sean, and Sean oh. did finally get it last week. He's I like, he, think. I was like, hey, bro, did you get your uh, get the shirt? And he's like, yeah, I finally got it. And I'm like, sorry, it took like a month. It did, is it the right size? I, I, you know what? I didn't hear anything back from him. Okay. Dude is still going to school full time and working full time. Oh, so like, I, whenever I hear from him, I'm super happy. But if I don't hear back from him, when I text or call him, I understand. But he works at the uh, fire department, right? He works at several fire departments. Actually, so he works at two different. He fire needs departments. to be when he's just hanging around. What they do? Polish the chrome on the fire truck. I want him to wear the shirt and take a picture. Please, that would be great. Yeah. Maybe wearing like uh, you know red suspenders. Hey, yeah. why do firefighters wear red suspenders? Does to it hold their pants up? <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's a funny joke. So, so the uh, anyway, they might have a uh, like he could like a sexy like bending over pose while he's polishing the rims of the fire truck. I'm going to stop you right there and go back to what I was talking about. Oh, stop fantasizing about it's my brother. It's not for me. It's not I don't, for I don't I'm talking for the ladies. About your... It's for the ladies. Mm. Ladies. I'm fairly certain my sister in law Julie would take issue with that. It's for a good cause. 
What causes that? We'll think. We'll think of a charity. We'll, we'll come up with a charity. The Cartoon Casual <laughs> podcast. Paul needs a new plane. Charity. Exactly. Paul needs a new plane. Slash Porsche needs to uh, Look, get the fucking. I'm trying tuition. to put more people in a plane to to share the experience of flight. That's it. That's it. And in order for you to do so, uh, you need one. Hey, uh, what's the capacity on the new uh, jet? Yeah, the Cirrus jet. Uh, six total, I think. Okay. Five, five, five to six. Depending, I'm sure there's different configurations. Like you put a bed back there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you could just have two people and a, a couple having pilot, you know, doing the mile high club. Pilot, there was cameraman. There was actually a, a guy that had a Baron, a twin engine Baron's a twin engine Baron. I believe it was a Baron or Cessna 310. Doesn't matter. Twin engine. He flew it out of Cincinnati for the Mile High Club. No, no, there was a guy that did this in Atlanta. Also, he, huh? had, he had a business, and, and he, that's all he did. We had the two front seats with a little like a curtain, right? And couples would pay. You know, they would pay to have him. They would fly around Atlanta around sunset. You know, doing the nasty in the back of his airplane. See, and you, you, you hate cleaning up puke in your. Well, plane. I think Can he was. Imagine. I think he was configured properly for that. I think it was um, like maybe there was a. He like, probably got paid enough to. Yeah. properly clean the seats i knew there was a guy doing that out of the well the covington kentucky uh airport uh mm-hmm. just right across the river from cincinnati that i read about in the news and i was like that's that's fucking that guy that guy is killing it that's that is yeah. such a great idea uh anyway but i'm not sure if it would be popular now i just kind of wonder well i want to keep talking about this that's fine i'm just not sure if right now i'm just wondering in the with today's world post 9-11 we're in the middle of trump I'm just okay, not sure if people want to do this right it's now. It's post 9-11 now like it's post-Vietnam or post-Revolutionary <laughs> War. 15 years. It, 16 years. Okay, 16 fine. 16 years. 16 years in like a month. It'll right. be 16 years ago. I'm not really counting. It's time to fucking move forward. Let's move. Okay. The point is. Can I go to the airport and fly without getting my balls touched and not in the good way? That would be nice. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Can we not pat down the girls to make or, sure that they're not fucking carrying bombs? Or can you go to a smaller airport and there are still people there where you want to get your balls touched by your mate? And there's nobody there. And no, and and, oh. and fly around for the Mile High Club. So are you going to do the Mile High Club? Thing? No, I'm not going to. Not going to have people. Member, are you a member of the Mile High? I'm Club? actually not. People might be surprised at this. What the fuck? Like not even like a Mile High blowjob? I, I'm going to say no. People are going to. I'm not going to lie. This podcast is about. Well, I don't know what this really about. Truth, justice, and balls. And, and yeah, I have never. I, people are going to be shocked. I have never partaken in any kind of sexual event in an airplane that I have, or have flown, or flying, or that kind of like thing. Like ever? I'm going to say ever. This never. is why your dad was cooler than you. Like, like really. I, I know. No, as you know, he dude, he was, he no. was, he was. He was a pilot in the 60s and 70s, man, for sure. Delta. You I'm sure he was slaying it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. And like just. He looked like Robert Kennedy before he got his head blown off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so sorry. It's fucking dark, man. That joke really was so dark it stole my stereo. Bad. <laughs> oh, now that was not. <laughs> I'm, somebody's going to hear that and go, wait, which one was worse? I don't know which one was yeah. worse, but I think they're both bad. We should so, probably listen to Joe Rogan. It's cleaner. So I'm going to say, yeah, it's, 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 and here's what's, no, I'm not even, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. I'm okay. not. I'm not. I don't even know what you were going to talk about. So I'm like, the I'm Mile not, High Club and okay. why I'm not a member and that kind of stuff. Why you're not. Like, well, just, I mean, it's funny. It's one of those things. It's it's like the weird sex acts. It's like the, the Houdini or the Dirty Sanchez or Paul checking his phone. 
or the Japanese lunchbox or, you know, like it, all that. Yeah. It's not, it's just a Charlie, Charlie's going to be a rash of shit, but you, what the fuck? You're not, I can't believe you haven't done. I, I'm actually kind of surprised too, with, especially with the, um, you know, when you were, you would tell me about, um, excuse me, going to the, um, like the Bahamas in the eighties and yeah. Debauchery and whatnot. You would think you had a uh, you would okay. fly with a person, like you want a friend to, no, wait, who had wait, a big wait. enough plane that you could do something. Yeah, but like here's that. what would normally happen, and this is the truth. So when I, we were to fly to the Bahamas, and it would be uh, groups of friends we'd bring down that none of them were pilots. So it was usually my friend and myself that were in the front seat flying the fucking airplane Being in case one of them had a problem or whatever. We had that's how it was. Now I think that some activity did take place. In the back of this, you one. just weren't a party to it. Yeah, you know what? I get that. Okay, that I'm said some hand jobs, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I completely get that now. Now that I think about it, like yeah. in in those terms, where you're you are you and one other guy are the only pilots. Yeah, and not to mention you're flying in an area that's kind of called the Bermuda fucking Triangle. Yeah. Like, and there's some shitty weather around there. So that okay, that fine. And what's really funny is sense. that and it, it, sometimes before, in fact, I remember doing this years ago. I think one time I wanted to sit in the back because there was. Probably a woman I wanted to hang out with. I, I wasn't going to be playing with her necessarily or vice versa, but I wanted to hang out and talk. Hey, we're listening, blah, blah. And then I think my friend, either Tom or Jimmy, said, nope, you're in the front. In other words, I'm a qualified pilot. You're going to be in the front. You fuck it. Being a qualified pilot cock blocked you. It did. I'm pretty sure that's the opposite is supposed to happen. I know. I, I yeah, but it was it was like we're flying over the water and all that kind of stuff. And you're going to have when you have two people. Look, I, he, he didn't want just some passenger person up there. You wanted someone that no, yeah, someone could it. work the radios if they had to, and there was something yeah. going on and that kind of thing. So I went fine. I'll sit in front. But for but did it balance out like those people buy your drinks and shit when you got there or like it was I all, don't know. No, yeah. just, drinks were just common everywhere. Just anyway, tons of alcohol, just just swapping women and all that stuff. No, we didn't really. Well, but no, that wow, wow. <laughs> Look, I was single the entire time. Just saying. Okay. I, I've never an, been married. You're an honorable man. I am. Well, it's fine. Yeah, that's good. Fine. Uh, you were going to say something else? We were going to talk about something? We were, we were trying to talk about something, I think? Yeah. Uh, we were going to go to the, uh, my, my, no, it was my grandpa and my dad and my, my uncle. Yeah. Went to the seafood buffet. Oh. <laughs> you fucking did. And you guys were eating. See, yeah. We, and we they were, were disgusted. Someone was, someone got, got And then after that, like another time we went, this is one of the fuck, most fucked up things. This is how depraved some people in my family are. So we show up to the, uh, Colorado Bell, and at the time, I, I assume their buffet still like that. Whatever their seafood buffet was Friday night, and it was upstairs, you know, super super long, um, you know, hallway, and everybody's lined up. And we showed up a little late, and we're standing in line, going, "God damn, it's like an hour wait to get in." So my my uncle, he's like, kind of ponders for a second. And he's like, "All right, this is fine. We'll figure this out." So he sends my grandpa, his dad, into uh, a bar and asks for a glass of orange juice for his. Go, go get a glass of orange juice. Paul's entire hand is down the front of his pants because I think he sat on his balls. Oh, all right, I got it. Jesus, are you all right? I am now. I had to rescue Lefty, eh? I'm, yeah, exactly. That's exact. Ah, uh, well, you stopped. Exactly what it was. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so you went to get a glass said, of orange he said, juice. Uh, he sent my grandpa and go get a glass of orange juice. And grandpa's like, "Why? Go, just go do it, and tell them you're getting a glass of orange juice for your son who's diabetic." So he goes to the bar, <laughs> does this. So we're standing there, and, and he goes, "All right, I'm gonna put my hand on your shoulder, Joe." I said, "Why?" He goes, "Just go along with it." He puts his hand on my shoulder, and he kind of bends down, like leans, and has his eyes shut. He's kind of shaking. 
And he's really acting it up. And this waitress walks over with my grandpa and a glass of orange juice and said, honey, are you okay? And he's like, well, you know, we we didn't plan for the line to be this long. And I, I had some insulin. I took my insulin before I came up here and we didn't think we were going to stand in line for an hour. And she goes, don't worry, baby, we'll take care of you. And leads us to the front of the line to the VIP checkout. Wow. He got his buffet paid for. We all got discounts on our buffet and we went in and sat down. Wow. And he just perked up and he's like, eh, that's how you play the medical card. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? My dad and I are just like trying to be embarrassed, but we're really happy to just get in there and get crab legs an hour before everybody else. And we jumped the line and there were people that were fucking ass. They were, they were assholes about it. Well, so they, they wonder if they thought you were faking it. They were just mad they at it They anyway. probably knew the dude was faking it because uh, I'm, seriously, as soon as she said, come up to the front of the line, it's fine, we'll take care of you. He goes, oh, okay, and gets perky. And oh, so I'm like, now, oh. see, you broke character. Yeah, you can't if do that. If you're going to bamboozle people, you got to keep going. Can't do that. Anyway, but yeah, so we're going to go back 20 minutes to me finishing my story. Thanks, Paul. Are you done? I guess. Oh, uh, I have a... Uh, was there something else you wanted to talk about? Well, I was going to bring, bring this up, but I'm just going to jump right into it. So there are... Is it an intervention? There are... Shit. No, it's not an intervention. Okay. There, there are... Um, if you like tell a really fantastic story, let's say you see... These are like people that really don't accomplish anything in their entire life or don't appreciate good stuff. That's what I'm going to say. Or they're, they're just okay. kind of assholes. Okay. All right. And I know you know these kind of people. We all do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, let's say you're you're witness to a spectacular event. Some kind of, I don't care what it is. It could be, could be the upcoming eclipse. That'd be that'll be a thing. I don't believe in that. I don't think it's going to happen <laughs> because there's no round moons and no. The Earth is flat. Okay. Like okay, let's just pretend. I'm joking okay. for all you people out there. Anyway, so uh, yeah, some sort of or major event. Or, or you were at Cocoa Beach when the Saturn one of the Saturn Five oh, moon launches. God damn it! If only. Okay, so you're there yeah. and then it goes up, and then the, the eclipse happens, and then it's over, and then the rocket goes up and it's kind of gone. Or you you walk in, you see uh, you see uh, Michelangelo's uh, David. Uh huh. For example, this, which is about two or three, three scale, isn't it? It's like a huge. I think it's about 14 feet tall from yeah, base to yeah. head. So you're there with a friend of yours. He's kind of a friend, but he's kind of a dick mm -hmm. or whatever. Okay, are I'm, they, I'm there. I have Or they say something and you go there and they see they the launch happens or the eclipse, whatever. And then everybody's like, really? Or you see the Grand Canyon during sunrise and it's the first time you've seen the Grand Canyon. Kind of an emotional, potentially emotional experience. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when it's all done, everybody's kind of there, and it's, it's silence, and this person says, eh. Or, hmm. Meh, meh. yeah. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> so We the, have these people, right? So I, I thought the rocket would be bigger. Like, yeah. I, I didn't break enough windows. Fucking but, yeah, whatever. size queen, god damn it. Yeah, like, like, no, I, I how, get, how spectacular does something have to be, or pretty, or 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 wonderful, or, or uh, whatever? Emotionally like what moving. Like, what do those people have to see in right. order for them to like blow their panties up? Like, what right. what fucking has right. to happen for those? And my people? other thing is like, what have you achieved? Is my is my thing is like, what have you accomplished that like you are you so are, superior if about? These people don't aren't as amazed as you are at something. You personally <laughs> fucking attack them, and I love you for it. I just because I just get off. pissed at people for no. For I get pissed at people for the dumbest shit. Like when I was given. Uh, Fuller, a bunch of shit today. I was like, you fucking white asshole. You put sour cream in your guacamole. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you use white onions? You prick. Like, I'm getting I'm getting mad at my friend because he doesn't make guacamole the way I feel he should right. make guacamole. Right. And But at least you're doing things, you know, on a certain level of greatness. Like, I, I honestly, I was afraid to take um, 
uh, I was afraid to take Portia to Lowell Observatory. She had been there a couple times, like when she was a kid and stuff like that. But because I put so much stock in something like that, like I find shit like that so fascinating that I was afraid that I was just like, this is her birthday. And like, I was no, it's not about I you. Gonna, it, I, it, right. Yeah. I didn't want it to make it about me, but I also wanted her to be able to experience something that wasn't like a guided tour. And there was a bunch of shit there that she hadn't seen. And we sat and listened to uh, the lecture that was about how Pluto was discovered and all that stuff. But these are things that she wanted to do. And I said, afterwards, I said, are, are you, is this interesting to you? Or is this just, are you just doing this because you know that I, I love old this man. stuff? Yeah. And she goes, no, I absolutely love this stuff. Like, it's just very, very interesting to me. And I was like, okay. Because you, I, I never, I don't know. I, I, and I do that with like significant others or like with Portia where I'll, I, I show somebody something and I'm, I'm always like a little worried that they're going to think, wow, what kind of retard likes this stuff? And I don't like to use the term retard, but people will just say that. Right. What, kind of, what kind of retard likes this shit? Because I'm, I, I don't know, like I'm just, the shit that I, that you and I find interesting, other people, I, I, I know there's people out there that are like, well, who gives a fuck about that? Right. What, who gives a fuck about the fact that the SR-71 Blackbird was designed with fucking slide rules? Right. And not computers. And in the 50s. And then in the 50s. And then... 30 years, 40 years later, they run the same calculations through supercomputers and go, yeah, that's what they should have done. Right. And they did it with fucking slides. And then, and then here comes... That blows my mind. Yeah, here comes the guy that you present all this stuff to, the guy, and they kind of go, mm-hmm. eh. Neat. <laughs> like, how come it's black? <laughs> like, oh, you don't, couldn't they figure out uh, how to make the, uh, the, the, you know, the gaps in the fuel tanks? That, 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 like, no, fucker, it leaks on the ground Speak, because of expansion. Speaking of, of being um, um, amazed with things over and over, you're saying, you're saying, oh, go to, like, to appease you, whatever, how, how fascinating things are. Remember we talked about a couple of episodes ago where, where the movie Rocky was my big babysitter for me. Right, 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 During right. The same time period, excuse me, um, I remember also having my mother drop me off, and sometimes it's by myself, but a good friend of mine, Eric uh, Woodward, Whose mother didn't believe in dinosaur bones, even though we went out and collected. Oh yeah, fossils. you told me about him. Yeah, you guys yeah. would find fossil, fossils. Yeah, and his mom like, would just Satan put them there to tempt right, you. Right, <laughs> right. And it's the first time I heard this. When I was twelve years old. I'm going, what the fuck? Your mom's really kind of off her. She doesn't really believe in this. <laughs> even at twelve years old, you were a skeptic. Yeah, like, that. like God. So is your so, mom okay? Yeah. So we would be dropped off during like during summertime, during a, a break, during the middle of the week. Uh, my mother would drop us off or me. Uh, by myself to the the Fort Worth Museum of Natural History, and they had like a little planetarium there and dinosaur bones and whatever you know. It was a Museum of Natural History. We all never right, been no, there, also, they, and not yeah. the Smithsonian. Nothing spectacular, huge, but it wasn't shitty either. Some it was, cool shit, but also some local shit. Did you guys have like local? Pro, yeah, local. Because we had one of those uh, the Dayton Muse- Museum of and how the History topography had, like, worked over the time to- over exactly, time and things like, like oh, that. If you go in your backyard, this is what the topsoils. This right. is right. You know all that. And yeah. quite often there was nobody there or very few people there, and we would just. We'd be almost like six flags to us we've been running around from exhibit to exhibit and look at the same shit we've seen a hundred fucking times already but was still fun yeah it was still interesting and so that's also a way that i spent 12 13 years old and that wasn't a babysitting part whether my parents were together or not i still would have wanted to do that you know i still would have wanted to go to these museums and just see this shit just because i'm interested in stuff like it, that it, it's the stuff like that is just fascinating to me it, it really is like and i and i would if i live closer to a museum like that then i would have oh, if there the were something like that around here, I would go there on a semi-regular basis. No, they really would. Did I? I can't remember if I told you this or not. So July twentieth was the uh, was it fifty or forty forty something 
uh, anniversary of the moon landing, July 20, 20th. Yeah, 20th, 21st. I can't remember really what it was. It was July 20th. When they landed. In in the United States. Yeah. When they, when they landed and did that. Right. Uh, if you believe in that sort of thing. And if yeah. you don't, kindly turn off the fucking podcast. Don't ever talk right. to us again because you're an idiot. Right. Anyway, uh, so I'm listening. Shout out to I'm, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking Neil Tyson. He was so fucking awesome. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got a book coming out uh, the second time I've been on. Okay, let's get down to brass tacks here, Joe Rogan. <laughs> like, he got real fucking in his face. It was so funny. Yeah. Anyway. anyway so the anniversary so was. So the yeah. anniversary was July 20th. And I, I was getting ready to go. I don't remember what day of the week that was. I think that might have been a Thursday or Friday. I was getting ready to go to the store or something like that. It was early in the morning. And I had my, you know, I listened to NPR because uh, I'm a disgusting liberal. No, it's fun to listen to. Uh, and I have for years. I think we talked about this before. Yeah. Like, there's a woman out of KNAU that I've listened to KNAU for so long. I remember when she was called Jillian Ferris and then Jillian Ferris hyphen Cole or whatever, Jillian Ferris Cole. And now she's back to Jillian Ferris because I think she got divorced. Married and divorced. Yeah. Because I paid attention because I've just listened to her reporting sure. for so long. Do you have a nice voice? Very nice voice. Um, this is Jillian Ferris Cole. And I was like, I want to meet you someday. And, you know, I'll meet her someday. And she's probably like, dude. weird. Because he's like, no, I'm, I'm actually a male. You didn't know that? And I'm like, no. I figured your name's Jillian. And it was like, anyway. Like, that's a male way to spell Julian, probably. Yeah, right. It's like, actually, it's J-I-U-A-I-Y-L-L-I-A-Y-N. <laughs> like, that's, oh, Jillian. Oh. Got it. Your voice was kind of higher than it. A little feminine. You know, yeah. I just anyway. kind of figured. Yeah. Uh, so, so you were listening to NPR, God damn, I was the always anniversary. Listening to NPR, and they were talking about the moon landing and not a lot of people know that, uh, many of the, uh, you know, there, it took several, you know, I think she said several million employees of various state agencies and subcontract or, and government contractors to put the Apollo it's a missions together of people and, um, like 5% GDP and, or 6% or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Some ridiculous amount. But what this reporter said was. A lot of people don't know is like that we, you know, we did go back to the moon for several missions after that, and she was very people snarky. Didn't there was a certain level of snark there. Well, yeah, all right. I've, I'm telling you, man. I I've talked to people that think that when we land on the moon, that is the same time where they played golf on the moon and drove, 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 drove the, the cars around, rover around. Yeah, all right. They, they don't realize we went to the moon like six, 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 seven, times? six times, yeah, I think five, so. six times, yeah, and. Uh, but she was going on about that, and 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 a lot a lot of people realize that Arizona played a very vital role in Huge. the last three the three landings. Yep. And uh, goes on. She go. Uh, uh, Doctor Schauber couldn't be reached for uh, for a, like for actual recording, but he sent us a letter, and they read a letter from Cardo's father in law mm-hmm. on air, who I met thanks to you. Oh man, he's at the brewery. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I talked about some space shit years ago when I first met Cardo and his family. He goes, "Man, I if you ever get up to Flagstaff, I can't wait for you to meet my uh, father-in-law. He worked on the Apollo missions." And I said, "What's his name?" So he told me Jerry Schauber, Jerry with the G. If you guys decide to look him up, because he's done some really cool shit. He's an astrogeologist. He also was a the person who had a hunch and followed through. This is after he worked on the Apollo missions. He had this hunch that uh, underneath the like in the Sahara, the Sahara wasn't always a desert. Right. And people called him an old buffoon and quack and all that stuff. And he actually went to the Sahara Desert and they did digs and they dug down far enough past the sand and found old irrigation canals underneath it and wow. from, from very, very old. And he pushed human history back in that region a few thousand years. Hmm. 
Um, he also had, um, they found a stone axe in that area, like a Neolithic axe or axe head. I think he might mention this to me at the brewery or something. I guarantee you he did because yeah. afterwards I said, uh, hey, Dr. Schauber, did you tell him about the axe? Oh, yeah, we talked about the axe because yeah. it went up on a, one of the last shuttle missions. Like the, That's he, right. He went on a, and he has he an did talk about that, yeah. photo of the guys like yeah. holding the axe and it's floating in you know microgravity. And so that's really cool. But so like the first time I go to Flagstaff, it was Christmas, like 2010 or 11, because I had nowhere else to go. And uh, Porsche wasn't in town. So I went up there with them. And so Cardo goes, uh, hey, Jerry, this is uh, this is my friend Joe. Uh, he's a big space nut. You guys should talk. And I just spent the rest of the afternoon at his house talking. Yeah, what I've heard. And, he's and you in, hung out with him, too. He's Yeah, he's invited me to come up there as well. And I've heard, according to Cardo Hill, he has this one big office, big room on their second floor or something. I it's kind of like it's a museum. Nancy's old room. The three girls, there's Nancy and two. she has two sisters. Yeah. And their rooms were upstairs. Right. And, and just his full office of is all now three bedrooms worth of stuff. Full like, of all this fantastic stuff that belongs in museums, obviously, and like all this history. Autographed pictures from Hey Neil or uh, Hey Hey uh, or Hey Jerry, thanks for showing us where we should land. Love Neil. Yeah, like, I remember from Neil Armstrong. I saw shit. some kind of documentary about that too, about him because he he was the guy towards the last mission or two, or I don't know how many it was, and you, maybe you know this doesn't really matter, I guess, but he. Based on his knowledge and what everything looked like and what where the other astronauts had been and the photographs from down here of where they were going to fucking land. That's absolutely true. Yeah, and then they knew that this car, the little rover that they had, had a much larger radius of, of explored. Because if we land here, we can get to this base of this mountain over here. We could get some shit over there, and we could try to figure all this out. Right. He was involved in planning exactly where they were going to land. Mm-hmm. He was the guy. In the studio. Astrogeology did not exist until he became the first astrogeologist. I think at one time when he was talking about the moon land, this, and, and I think I did say just for the fun, I said, if, if you believe in that sort of thing, just to see what he would and, do. And, and he was, thought it was funny. I think he, he laughed. I'm sure he <laughs> chuckled because he knew that. Yeah, I was not serious. Right. The, yeah. You know, he, <laughs> he, he was, it's funny when you ask, because he asked me, we got to talking about, um, the 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 you know Buzz and uh, and Neil and uh he and he goes wait a second didn't you say you're from Ohio where at now why are you from and I said, I I've been to Neil's Neil Armstrong like, Air and Space Museum probably half a dozen times oh really you, I've always wanted to go there it's what is it like I said it's it's out on a farm it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere and it's really really cool and on two separate occasions I got to meet Neil oh you met Neil he's very quiet, wasn't he? I said, "Yeah, he's quiet." I mean, I was, I was twelve, or like I was ten years he's old. He's a first brainiac nerd guy. He's a total brainiac nerd guy, but yeah. he's also, he was, you know, he was the the mission at hand is the mission at hand. Yeah, that's it. He's very militant about it. That's why he was commander of the fucking. That's mi- absolutely yeah. true. And then you had Yeehaw, Buzz fucking yep. Aldrin, yep. get your ass to Mars, <laughs> like that. The cowboy type, which you kind of need that yeah, because you, you need him to counterbalance, you know, uh, Captain Buzzcut. Mm-hmm. You know Neil Armstrong, and then you had Michael Collins, who was just like, "Well, oh, just hang out back here, guys. You guys go to the moon and have fun." Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know how the moon landing happened, you had two different modules. You had the landing module, and you had the <clears throat> you had the orbiting module. And Michael Collins was one of the three that went to the moon, but he didn't go on the moon. What's the thing that Michael Collins said that was really kind of interesting? And I know that you remember this quote or something about because when he was in orbit. At one point, he was the only human being that was able to see he, all the other human beings. He took a picture of the moon landing site and the Earth. When he was orbiting like the, around the moon. The, the Earth, right. Yeah. And, and the Earth, the moon, the moon was in the foreground. 
you could see the landing site with the with the landing module, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see a little tiny of earth rise, like earth, like an earth rise going on, and all the people living or dead are in that one picture, except for him. Except for it him. was like the loneliest yeah. picture ever, and I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ! That's one of those profound things, like the uh, pale blue dot mm-hmm. monologue, you know, yeah, from yeah, Carl from Sagan. Car- yeah. Uh, was it Voyager? I think it was Voyager. Yeah, and they have his, his, his voiceover talking about this yeah. as it's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. It's really you know, it's incredibly amazing. Profound. Like goosebumps this, now thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, no shit, right? But this one was bringing it back around. It's like, eh, meh. Yeah. yeah, no shit. It's like, <laughs> and and that's how I feel. Yeah, like, asshole. How fucking Dan on Draca. God damn it, Dan. Oh, he doesn't like contact. How do you not like contact? <laughs> I saw contact and I thought about the universe differently. Yeah. And he's like, and he watched eh. contact. He's like, eh, it's not Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, <laughs> he comes here and starts whacking off all over the Con Air he airplane does, out the there. Con airplane out there, Jesus Christ! I, I prefer to call it the Air America plane because yeah. I like Air America better than Con Air. It's a funny. I, I agree too. Different kind of movie, but yeah, much better, much much better. So that was my topic, Ellen. Oh, it was an me. Operation Dumbo drop too. I forgot about that. That movie? Yeah. I mean that movie, that airplane. Did you ever? Yeah, that airplane. Did you ever I'll see to, Operation Dumbo? It it's Ray Liotta and. Uh, Murtaugh. They were actually filming name? out here. Um, they started to film a series of uh, beer commercials for Budweiser. Yay. Uh, when I first moved out here. And um, you, you probably don't really know that. But I remember because the airport authority was involved in that because they were buzzing. They were buzzing the airport and getting film from the ground. And the whole premise, they were, do, they were going to do a whole bunch of commercials. The premise of these commercials for Budweiser was that these dudes were going to be flying around in that airplane, these kind of cool deserty dudes, deserty dudes like lifted pickup truck, flat. No, nah, I don't know. Blood light drinkers, like, more like cool deserty dudes, like old jeeps and oh, okay. proper scarves and like goggles. You know, Un- understood. Of, uh, okay, you know, okay. I believe. I believe. Looking for the Ark and the Covenant, kind of people. Kind of that, yeah. Covenant. But they would land at these remote airports that were next to some kind of a roadhouse bar that was carrying Budweiser or the, uh, some newer line of Budweiser. Okay. You know, we know that's already a bad story, but Understood. anyway, but that their whole job was to do, take this airplane, fly around, do all this stuff, and land and be the taste testers to make sure the beer was fresh and the quality was good and all that. And then they would—the worst idea I've ever heard. Right. Of my then life. they would take back off and go land it, probably drunk taking back. I don't know if they would sit out. They would probably, if they would recite the FARs and explain eight hours, <laughs> explain how they're going to, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and and then but anyway, that was the whole, and then never came to right about that time. I believe is when Imbev was. Um, was in negotiations. Maybe it got like they were combining. Yeah, the, so maybe yeah. that's why I got chopped or something. This whole commercial. I would hope so because that sounds like dog shit. Yeah. Um, real funny thing is I will I will throw the link into the description of this podcast if you guys want to watch it. There's one of my favorite guys. Uh, he, he's like a I don't know what you would call him, but he's a host of a very like a like a weekly or biweekly show called Adam Ruins Everything, and it's this guy that just researches things that are bullshit. Right. Yeah, I think you so mentioned this before. I didn't sent you. you I've, I, I, I meant it. to send you. Oh, it was the Myers Briggs uh, thing. I was like, uh, he, check out this video, and I sent it to you. I think last week. You probably didn't watch. It was like shitting on the Myers Briggs and where Myers Briggs like uh, personality types come from and how it's absolute garbage and all this other shit. And yeah, how, I didn't, I didn't. And how psychology. It wasn't psychologists that came up with it. It was 
Carl Jung that signed off on it and then realized, oh, this is really fucking bad. And then it was one of those when you say something and you just want to pull it back pull in, in, pull it back in. <laughs> and Carl Jung couldn't do it because then it took off because so Cosmo, he didn't really read up on it at all. He just kind of trusted the. He said the logic was there and it makes sense. And they took that as, oh, Carl Jung said it, and it was just a couple of housewives that were like, well, there's certain personality types. This is our observation. Okay. And he's like, oh. Anyway, so this guy Ad, Adam ruins everything. Is a little. It's like a YouTube channel that disproves or proves all sorts of things there's and the most recent one from early a couple days ago was uh you know adam ruins alpha males and the the guy that came with the theory of alpha male came from alpha wolves and was this guy that was studying uh wolves in the that's how they survive and but that's not true oh it's he went back like 30 years after he published the study and said no this is so wrong so you're saying there's not a leader of the pack there's There's no leader there's no real leader of the pack and this is i'll I'll, like i said because people are going oh it's fucking bullshit alpha this alpha that and and he explains this in a five minute video Hmm. And, and so he goes, okay, so there's no such thing as alpha wolves. This doesn't, that's not exist. And they go, well, what about chimpanzees? He goes, actually, the chimpanzees that's considered, quote, the alpha, the one that gets, that moves forward, that, uh, uh, well, first, some, like some, okay, so you have this bro looking guy, and he's like, because uh, what it is, is that guy's like fake, like pretending on a date. And this girl's like, oh, well, Adam, it's funny that you're so funny. I found you really attractive. You're not my normal type. And he goes, what is your normal type? Oh, you know, more of like an alpha male. And he's like, what What do you consider an alpha male? And she's like, oh, you know, a guy that always gets his way. He's career driven and blah, blah, blah. Like just spouts off a bunch of the bullshit. The prototypical like, thing the that we all think. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, oh, you mean like that guy? And it's actually just him with a different hairstyle. Sure. He's not wearing a tie. Like shit's unbuttoned. And he go, and he just lifts. The reason I bring this up is he lifts a beer off of the waitress who's walking by off it, and it's a Bud Light, and it's almost <laughs> like the guy. So here's the thing: I know that this guy's a craft beer guy because he runs another channel that's all about home brewing, and he fucking hates. So he, hates he did it on beer. purpose. He did it on beer for people <laughs> that watch his other channel, I'm sure. And he yeah. just lifts it off, and he's like, "Oh man, I love beer!" And he slams that Bud Light, and he makes sure that the label's like sticking towards the thing. And it was just like a little, a little fucking dig at Budweiser. Yeah. But he blows apart the theory of alpha male, alpha wolf, alpha, you know, different alpha males, and totally blows it apart. And he's like, uh, "The alpha dude character says." Oh well, what about uh, you know our closest living ancestor, our closest living relatives, the chimpanzee, and they have alpha males. He goes, okay, one chimpanzee is not our closest living relative. It is the bonobo chimp, uh-huh. and bonobos and chimpanzees neither one have alphas. In fact, the one that gets to you that get is the one is more desirable to the females is the one that is constantly being caring and pulling bugs out of the hair of the other one and finding food for the. For this and being nice, what you would call a beta, you ignorant. So, in other words, the other guy's out there's kind of a dumbass. He is kind of he's a gonna dumbass. Get probably he's going to die in his bad genes because he's probably a dipshit. Because some enemy animal. I fucking love the way he put it together. And there's and he cites all these different studies and all these days. Like, this is actually how it is. And that's every week he puts out these videos. And it's like, it, it, they're one of my, it's one of my favorite things ever because it just kind of lends credence to things that I think and I'm like that doesn't jive with me I don't have the data but the, my gut feeling is that that's absolute horseshit hmm. that and let's just throw this out there anybody who wants to call themselves an alpha male and acts like that is that's hiding some serious serious growth problems inside of them 
they have daddy issues, they have abandonment issues, they have yeah. I would say if you're going to actually problems and stuff like that, if you're going to out the in public tell people that you're kind of oh, alpha male, yeah, that's really right. hyper douchebaggery. And that's why I fucking crack on on the guys with the their lifted pickup trucks and the fucking oh let's go to Chili's and drink the Presidente Margarita. Those guys when their hair starts to thin and the wife gets fat, those are those guys who go to Chili's. Gotcha. Currently, they're the guys who're like, yo, bro, let's go out to the desert, shoot some shit. Now, see, I shouldn't say shoot, shoot. Because you'd shit. like to do that. It's not shoot some shit. Like I, I don't want to alienate my friends because I love to go out in the desert and shoot some shit. Right. It's like the, it's the fucking assholes that go out. They're the ones that go, don't pick up their brass. Uh oh, you gotta. I did get a notification. Is it oh. wet? Is it weather? No. Oh. Boy, that'd be kind of cool. Although there was some lightning when I was yeah. heading in. Anyway, yeah, uh, fucking alpha uh, male bullshit. I'm gonna put yeah. that link in the description because people are gonna. Okay. People are just going to go, oh, it's Adam, fucking bullshit. What's called Adam, Adam ruins everything. Ruins everything. Adam ruins everything. And it's, if you... Is there a lot of... Adam ruins a lot of I stuff? he's been doing it for four or five years, shit. once a week. So there's a shitload of Pretty videos. Pretty big channel. Most of them are really, really good. And they're all researched really well. How long do they last normally, these YouTube... Four uh, to six minutes. Oh, they're just short. Yeah. Okay. All right. You could go down a heavy-duty rabbit hole. All night long. Mm, all yeah. night long. Tell me, are we going to cut out? Yeah, man. Let's... uh. Let's go do some shit, man. We're in like an right. hour and a half. Cool. Um, big Not, thanks okay. to all of our supporters. Like, subscribe, share. Yeah, all that uh, good stuff. Buy a shirt, cartooncasual.com. Yeah, that. Um, Someone mentioned something else. He goes, oh, you need to have the, it was a thing we should be selling. And I forgot what it was. I'll remember it. I can't remember who it was. Panties. Remember when we no, tried to do that? No, we got that. We do have a lot of underwear. We do have that. There is a yeah, lot of underwear. A lot of underwear next to us right here. Yep, there it is. Mm, there it is. Mm-hmm. It's all new-ish. Most of it is yeah, new. I think most of it's new. We're not going to tell anybody the used ones. Nope. But like, we'll know. I'll know. And uh, what else can I say? Was some of the kind of a shout-out thing I was going to do? I forgot what it was. I just don't remember. Oh. Uh, one more shout-out to English teachers. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> did we uh, – did I say in uh, – I didn't say on the show the one note that the one English teacher left me. She was correcting my paper. We didn't bring that up. This since we're talking about right, this is this would be this, a one minute story. This little, this quick little vignette, so to speak. Yeah, this was at is a dedicated to a specific English teacher at Lee Williams High School. <laughs> this was not in high school. This was in a, in a local uh, technical college. But I feel like she'll appreciate this. Yeah, and go. So um, I had this what English class? I can't remember what it was. If it was American, whatever. It was in college level. I, I don't know even why we had to take it. Anyway. So an attractive older woman. So I was, what, probably 20, 18, 19, 20. I don't remember. And I was going to be going to Germany to work on these plastic toy airplanes over the summertime. And I think she thought, because I was thinking about taking a summer courses, you know, some course over the summertime. So, and she was always very, she would always read poetry. And I wanted to do that too. I wanted to read another poem from our friend Scott Ladaudi. Focus. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, um, and, uh, and she was very sensual, very very sensual, very sensuous, like, sensual. See, that's, like, there's a difference. Like not touchy feely, but like just the, the way, way she like the way things. she moved and re- read. Oh and yeah, it was understood. Very okay. obvious. And, just, uh, there's certain people that just kind of ooze. Yes, like that raw sexuality. Yeah, yeah I understand. She was one of them. And again, she wasn't. Um, she was older. If I were to guess how old she would be, and I was twenty, she's probably I guess forty. 
you know? Okay. Which is not old at all. It's not old. Very attractive. It's older than you but if you're to 20. someone who's 20. Yeah, of yeah. course. Of course. And uh, and I remember she was, I I, would, I did okay in the, I think I got a B in the course, I think. But she would always make notes on my paper, you know, you should work on this here, da, 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 da. And then one, one last paper she had graded, I believe, was towards the end of the semester. She made this note, and it had to mean more than what it said. But she goes, uh, Paul, it was like a minus five or something like that for doing this. She goes, you you really need to come see me after class about your dangling participle. That's, that's hot. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I wish I would have kept that paper. I honestly, like, I, I consider myself fairly well read. I can compose... I can compose a five-paragraph theme. I don't even remember what like a dangling a participle is right now. I don't know what a dangling participle. I know it's an incomplete. It's an incomplete thing, entity. Right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, any English teachers that happen to listen might uh, get on our Facebook page and make a comment. Let us know what a dangling participle. And is. And I remember walking from the English uh, hall, whatever you know, the building, to with s- your participle just dangling, place else, dangling out of your parachute pants because it was 1984. And then she goes, "Oh, Paul, you know what? So what course are you going to sign up for this summer?" I said, "Well, Miss, uh, whatever it was, I'm, I'm not going to be." And then she, goes, "Why not?" You know, and she kind of stopped dramatically as she would do my stars sense <laughs> yes southern accent centrally stopping in the middle of the probably there were some magnolia trees around oh i have no doubt yeah. i have no <laughs> doubt the maybe whole a red, some rednecks playing banjo sipping moonshine somewhere <laughs> right like someone casually demonstrating a racism or something it's very southern school and and she goes uh she goes well, what are you i said well I'm, I'm gonna go to germany and work in a work in a, an aircraft factory and she kind of she kind of reaches out and kind of grabs my my upper arm very gently she goes i had no idea I mean, she was looking at me like, first of all, she would have no idea because I don't really talk to her about my flying at all. So it was just kind of, but it was just very. Do you realize that you missed an opportunity? Yes. Okay, you do yes. understand that and yes. you beat yourself up. Over Gone, right. done, whatever. Could have. she's 40, so she was what? We'll say 20 years older than you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man, 70 something. Now, yeah, it's up? not going to happen now. Why not? Not going not gonna, to. I don't. Not going to. She's a tenured professor now. <laughs> Wait, was that was that at Auburn or was that? No, no, no. A, this was, was at another uh, uh, technical school. Georgia after something. this was a, it's now called. I think, it, I think it's part of Georgia Tech right now. It was a Georgia. Chickasaw was that the it was, no, no it was Kennesaw, Georgia, not Chickasaw. No, that was Sorry. Kennesaw State University. Kennesaw State. This was a, a Georgia Southern Polytechnical Institute or something like that, and I think it's part of Georgia Tech right now. Little sub campus. Gotcha. Okay. I think. Um, God damn! How many fucking colleges did you go to? I went to three. Three. <laughs> so you went to Auburn, Auburn Kansas State, and, and South Georgia Southern School for the George, Blind. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, South Georgia School no, for this, the Blind. That's why you got a 4.0 because you can no, I see. Don't have a 4.0. You just, you just didn't tell them that you could see. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I wish I would knew her name. I wish I had the paper that you would get. A, you would love to see this in red. Come I, see I me. I really wish you get a, come see me about your dangling participle or participles. I don't know if it was it, a plural. It, God damn it! You missed you missed the boat. <laughs> I could have every every schoolboy's yeah. dream is to sleep with an attractive teacher. Oh, like it really yeah. is. I mean, I'm sorry to say that about teachers, but like it's kind of true. I remember when I was 12, 13, 14 years Oof. old, just having the hots for Mrs. Parrott. She was a biology teacher. The, wore the mm. tightest jeans possible. Possible. Amazing. Amazing. Mrs. Parrott. We had let's see, uh, Miss Barber. She was cute. She, she was. Is she these these are local. You're wait, talking no, about. No, 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 no. This oh, is back Ohio. in Ohio. This okay. is Ohio. So you're safe to talk about it. There was Miss Barber, um, and she was, she was right out of college. I mean, right out. It was her first. 
I was in her uh, biology class that I was a sophomore. It's always a biology teacher. It's always a bi- biology or English. <laughs> yeah. And she, she, she was like strawberry blonde, mm-hmm. some freckles, dressed very smartly because she was 22 and it was like 1996 and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And This is her first real professional job. First real teacher. professional job. She wanted job, to be a slob. Yeah. You know, she, was a, she was from, I want to say somewhere even further. I want to say she was from like, I think she came from money, like Connecticut, New Hampshire, so, yeah. somewhere old money, old money, and uh, like like mom is a daughter of the American Revolution kind uh, of shit, like yeah. yeah. So um, I just I, I I vaguely remember her saying something about that, and somehow the computer compiled the biggest class of assholes that you can possibly imagine for her distilled yeah. high school boys. Like not just like the smattering of oh he's horny and and then, and then, no they're all we were all fucking bad. I normally probably would have been maybe a little better human being had I been around better human beings, mm-hmm. but I defaulted to like the worst possible fucking person in that room, and it was I think there were I bet there was twenty five students twenty twenty five students. And there might have been three girls in there. It was oh, all Jesus. male, and, and it was just like kind of luck of the not luck of the draw, but it was the, a computer system that Fair. quote unquote randomly generated it. And there were a couple times where we just ran her ragged of asking her like, "Oh, that's cool. Like, we're, I'm I'm really I'm really glad we're learning about flagella and paramecia and shit like that." But like, what's your boyfriend's name? Like, people <laughs> would just ask her shit like that, and she's like, "I don't have a boyfriend." Is that because you're a lesbian? Like, oh and I remember, I remember somebody asking her that, and, I, and we were all just. Wait, did you ever like make her? Uh, where she just ran out crying at all, or was she okay with it? She this? would sit down at her desk and like she can tell she's like, all right, lectures over, do your homework. Everybody's getting a zero for the day, and some of you are <laughs> and, and, and some of you are athletes, and you can't afford a zero for the day. I'm looking at you, the entire back row. So like she, <laughs> I feel like yes, we ran her through the ringers like that first year that she worked, like as a teacher. But I also think she may. She, I think we packed in five years of trauma <laughs> into oh, like God. one or two semesters, so she might have been a better teacher. Maybe um, I actually saw her when wasn't I was like, like bad I, bad teacher sort she, of. It was she attractive? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She was. She was moderately attractive. We, anything, it wouldn't matter. Read me out of college. You you're know. 15. I was 15, and anything yeah. that was attractive didn't matter. Yeah. And having a teacher that didn't have gray hair or was a dude with a beard was going to be attractive. Right. Um, the only other one I can think of that was that I just found to be really, really attractive, and I will not say her first and last name on this podcast because this is in Kingman. Um, she was a extended length sub. Like we had a, my foods teacher for, she was sick or her mom was sick or something like that. Are you going to give out enough information for people to know what you're talking about? The people that know will know. Okay. Josh Kanyo will know because we were, we met in that class. So you've already said enough to where he'll know who you're talking about. He knows exactly who I'm talking about. As soon as I started to say, like I said, foods teacher and substitute, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And yes, Josh, he's probably, he's probably whacking off right now about it. She had the most beautiful blue eyes I've ever seen in my entire life. They're, they're, they're so deep. Like I was afraid I was going to fall into them. Like Like ice blue, like ice. No, 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 like an ice blue. No, like I like ice blue. That looks a little creepy. Like there's no soul. Yeah. No, this is like blue. Like mm, sea blue, yeah. Like sea, like sea blue. Like on a bright day, okay. That deep, deep blue, cobalt yeah. blue. Like just okay, beautiful sure. with gold flecks. I mean, she's just gorgeous. She was also like 
20. She was a sub. She was a sub and she was in school to be a teacher. Okay. And so she was, I think, 20, 20 or 21, something like that. And we were, it was my senior year. I was like 17, 18. And I, sh- I'm, I have no fucking shame. I shit you not. I tried to, I tried my best. That was when I finally focused in foods class and was like, I'm going to make some really good shit and impress the sub. <laughs> and, and I, I'm, I'm not even, I, I, like I said, no shame, no lies. I straight up asked her what she was doing Friday night. And she's like, grading papers. And I was like, <laughs> do you want to like meet like, up? Yeah, it's hot. I actually asked her out on a date. I was like, do you want to maybe meet up at the bowling alley on Friday or Saturday and have some, uh, some pizza or something? And she's like, that's really sweet. Like she was really nice about it. Yeah. That's really sweet. But like, I'm actually seeing someone and I'm like, that's cool. All right. Well maybe next time. And she's like, okay. Like, I think she just looked at me like, who's this fucking asshole. <laughs> but I genuinely like, I had like, I had a couple decent conversations with her. Yes. I was a 17 year old horny male. However, I had a couple nice conversations with her and she came over and tasted the food and was like, oh, this food's really good. And I'm like, yeah, I know. You know what else tastes good? Like I was a total <laughs> asshole. Like right. I was a total douche. Sure. Uh, but I, you know, it's you're seventeen. You're trying anything. You're trying. You're throwing all the spaghetti on the wall, all hoping something's gonna stick. Something's gonna stick. Yeah. But uh, oh man. But those are the only two, Miss Barber and uh, she who will not be named. Uh, that several. There, I'm, I'm trying to think of who else uh, was in that class with me that or had her as a sub. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, I had like three more people come to mind. So oh, with, we, we, with that, before I incriminate myself, we just stop. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Hot teachers. There you go. Y'all uh, have a good night. <laughs> See you later. Bye.